when you're going through that healing process, it's all kind of kind of depressing. Yeah. But then once you get out of it and you got the upside and you, you learn the lesson, now if you share, you can share that positive aspect of it, how you came around, how you came over that hill, right? You can inspire us with that uplifting message in the end. It's the Inspiration Place podcast with artist Miriam Shulman. Welcome to the Inspiration Place podcast, an art world insider podcast for artists by an artist, where each week we go behind the scenes to uncover the perspiration and inspiration behind the art. And now, your host, Miriam Shulman. Well, hello, Passion Maker. This is Miriam Shulman, your curator of inspiration. And you're listening to episode 182 of the Inspiration Place podcast. I am so grateful that you're here. Today, we're talking all about social media. In this episode, you'll discover what to share other than your art so that your followers will buy it how to set boundaries and distinguish between what to share and what you really should keep personal, and how to take advantage of some of the free tools that social media has to offer. By the way, before I bring on today's guest, I just want to let you know that if you're a big fan of what we talk about on the podcast every single week, then you absolutely can't miss my free guide called The Artist profit plan. I talk about the five things you must do to sell more art, plus some of the things that really are time wasters. I'm giving this guide to you for the very, very, very low price of absolutely free. So head on over to shulmanart.com forward slash profit. And there you can download this awesome resource. Now on with the show. As an online presence expert and speaker, today's guest helps you upgrade your presence online through LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Her team of social media managers help you gain more visibility online, driving a steady stream of clients to your business. Although she's a recovering attorney, like many others, she's left law behind to practice her passion, online branding and marketing. And our guest, has experience on the courts as well as the courtroom. Since 2012, though, her business has been the vehicle for her personal and spiritual growth while she creates value for each of her clients. Please welcome to the inspiration place, Italina Kirkness. Hey, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. Or I should say, welcome Hi. back. Yes, that time. Well, you were such a popular guest. I got such great feedback from the show, and it actually turned out to be one of my favorite episodes oh my of gosh. 2021, which is why you were part of that best of for last year. So yeah, that was awesome. Really excited to have you back. And just so our listeners know, I asked Italina, hey, I'd love to have you back. What else can we talk about? And she says, oh, I've got mountains of ideas. <laughs> Right. Am I right? That's right. <laughs> okay. So um, these are all these were all great suggestions, and hopefully we'll be able to squeeze all of them into the episode. But the the first thing I want to talk about is what to share other than art. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So my philosophy around marketing is that it has to be personable. And here it is right here. Share more than your art so people will buy your art. And I think of it like this. Even if you have the most amazing chicken dish that you can make, you make this incredible chicken dish. No one wants to eat it every night for dinner. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to cook other things so that now that they're craving chicken, Hey, you're the go-to person. They're like, oh, let's go over to her house. Let's go over to his house for this amazing chicken dish. So sharing more than our art, so people will buy our art. What does that look like? What I like to do is I even like to look at my calendar for the next day and see what have I got going on to see what can I take a photograph of? What can I uh, do a quick video, a quick IG story, a quick Facebook story. Where, where can I lean my phone up against? Take a quick snapshot or who's going to be with me? You can take a quick snapshot of that, right? And that could look like anything. You do, you think about all the things you do in the day, especially if you're really busy, you've got a lot to do. These are things you can share that other people can definitely relate to. Yeah. So my husband was questioning some of those things that I share, by the way. And then sometimes I won't even be sharing something on social media. I'll be talking to my mother in the next room and he'd be like, you're not sharing that on Instagram, are you? He was like, no, I'm talking to my mother Uh, (laughs) recently. So we've got a lot going on in my house. We're actually, we're selling my house and we're moving. So we're selling the house in the suburbs. We're moving to the city and I have a million things to do. So of course, I'm, I'm procrastinating in all kinds of ways. And one of the things I decided to do as part of my procrastination was, of course, I needed to repaint my furniture. So I was sharing that on Instagram, the, you know, the process. And meanwhile, my, my real estate agent, is, I forgot she's following me on social media and she was horrified. Why are you doing this now? Don't get paint on the floor. And Thank God we're already in contract. And my husband's questioning it too. He's like, why do people even care about this? But Italina, can I tell you that those stories that I shared about my furniture painting got me the most engagement, I think, in a long time. There you go. And obviously relates to art. It Well, it, that it did. But also it like gave me a lot of ideas what to put on the podcast because people were like, oh, and we would also like to learn like, how you organize your studio or how you... You know, it gave me ideas because I was engaging my audience in a conversation about things that were happening. There you go. So one thing I wanted to ask you, which is really our next point, is where do you draw the line, though, between what you're sharing and then what really things that should be kept personal? Do you have rules around that? Absolutely. It's really simple. We're going to distinguish between personal and private personal and private. Personal just means it's not necessarily related to business, right? It's not necessarily related to your work. It's personal. So meaning the things you're, other things you're doing in your day, your hobbies, you're walking the dog, you're going to work out or do yoga, right? The other things that you do outside of your work. That's what personal, that's all personal is. And that means you don't mind people knowing about it, right? You don't mind people knowing you walk your dog or that you go to yoga, Private, on the other hand, are those things that are behind closed doors. They are private things you're sharing only with your mother, right? The the private things that we're not going to disclose. Those are things that we're not going to share on social media. Yeah. The way I like to talk about it too is 
Well, there's two things I like to share with my clients. One thing is, is it your story or is it somebody else's story? So for example, I have a son and he just moved to Israel. So that's part of my story that he moved to Israel. His dating life, on the other hand, is not fodder for the podcast or social media. That is, like you said, that's private. <laughs> for sure. Uh, it, the beautiful encapsulation of that is, does it help your audience get to know you? Right. Right. You, you talking about your son's dating doesn't help them get to know you. They help right. them get to know the son. <laughs> right. But the fact that I have a son that now doesn't live here anymore, that is very much part of my story, don't you think? Absolutely. Yes. You know, it's a, a woman who's like an empty nester. And actually, I have two kids, but we're kicking the other one out. So one of them left and the other one was like, time to go. Let's go. Yeah. So people who relate to that's your story. You're an empty nester. You're working on it. You got a kid who's going away and a kid who's who's tethered to the house, you know, liking to leave. Right. Those, those are things that people can relate to. And, and it definitely helps them resonate and get to know you. Connect so, with you. Yeah. The other thing I like to tell the clients that I work with, in, and sometimes I'll look at their like their emails before they send it out and I'll tell them, hey, this is not something that's ready to be shared right now. And that is the difference. Like I like to call it the difference between something that is a scab and a scar. So when you fall down and you scrape your elbow or your knee and it looks gross and it's all bloody. And remember, it's maybe a while since you've had one, but I remember when I was a kid, I, I, was, I was a very accident prone kid. I was not an athlete like you. Italina, by the way, played with Serena Williams. You'll have to tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. But, but I was a very klutzy kid. So I always I had skin knees and really gross scabs. So nobody wants to look at that or even talk about it, apparently. But, but, after, but if you ha- go through something and everything's healed and now it's a scar, it's something you can talk about. So when you're still struggling something and you're in the middle of it, I feel that's not something that's ready to be shared. Do you have opinions about that or do you feel it's all... You know, absolutely. So what I like to say is because when you're going through that healing process, it's all kind of kind of depressing. Yeah. But then once you get out of it and you got the upside and you, you learn the lesson, now if you share, you can share that positive aspect of it, how you came around, how you came over that hill, right? You can inspire us with that uplifting message in the end. Yeah. And and there is a difference between, by the way, always presenting fake positivity, you know, like we know the last few years has been, have been rough on everybody. Would you agree with that? I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's kind of sucky. So we're not going to pretend everything's all rainbows and daisies, but you know, that doesn't mean that every day you go on social media telling everyone how depressed you are. So there's definitely a difference between pretending like everything's fine and everything's great and going the other extreme where you're using social media kind of as your therapy couch. Mm-hmm, for sure. And so if you notice, I even shared sharing how you came over it. So meaning you're sharing the obstacle yes. and the lessons you learned, right? And that's the inspiring and the uplifting piece. That's beautiful. Okay. So I want to hear about some of these free tools. Absolutely. So what's so great is that you have social media, these free sites, you have these free social media sites, 
you might as well use them for your work. So looking at, for example, LinkedIn, I actually did a, a search just before our recording today and saw that, hey, if you go on LinkedIn and the search box, just like you can type in someone's name. So for example, you can type in my name, connect with me. Let me know you saw me here with Miriam. You, you, you can type in someone's name for sure. But then you can also type in a, a, a job title or a, a job So something like um, art collector. I did a search for art collector on the LinkedIn search box. And what will happen is people will come up. People who have that in their profile, the art art collector, also groups. There are groups that come up, networks. In fact, a handful came up. A handful, that's a lot. And one of them was called the Art Collectors Network. And there were over like 30 people, 30,000 people in this group. Holy so cow. <laughs> wait, record scratch moment. Cause this is like, I want everyone to hear this <laughs> and do exactly what Italina just said. Go to LinkedIn and type in art collector. And so they should join these groups. Is that right? Yeah. So what happens is you join these groups, just like when you go to a, First, go to a party. You you are going to observe, look around, and see what's going on. Go through, look look in the feed. What's being posted? What's being shared? See if there's anything that you can like and comment on. What is this? What does this do? This is mingling, right? This is visibility. So you don't, posting is not the only thing you can do for visibility. Going around and liking and commenting is something else you can do for visibility, and it's a great way to network. So what'll happen is you like now your name is there for people to see and then they they can go further and go to your profile and see what's there so then that begs the question is your profile in order is your linkedin profile something that's credible and show shows the artist that you are the work that you're, you're doing that's great okay so that is one tool that you can use what would be another tool yes so I would definitely say using the LinkedIn profile as like your online storefront, same thing with your Facebook business page, using it as a storefront, your Instagram bio, a storefront. That is a free piece of property, online property that you have been given to show people why you, what sets you apart. We do not want a LinkedIn profile looking like a stagnant resume. We want it looking like a, a marketing page, like something you have on your website. Right. So that's a free thing. And actually, that is our number one most popular way we've been helping people is getting their profiles in order, because I know sometimes it can be hard to talk about yourself. One hundred percent. And it's also confusing about how to edit the, the profiles differently on such like I think we had that same conversation the last time and I still haven't changed it. Like I have, I have the same profile on Instagram as I do on LinkedIn. And I know it's no bueno. I know I'm supposed to like, like, cause cause like Instagram is kind of like the bar and LinkedIn is more like the water cooler at the office, right? Like it's a little, it's a different, how would you describe it? How would you describe the, the culture? Yeah. 
I think that's definitely a fun way to describe it for sure. You're going to have that more professional audience on LinkedIn, the art collectors, et cetera. And on Instagram, we may have art collectors, but also individual consumers, the housewife, the right people at home. So we definitely want to speak to our audiences differently. And I love what you said, Miriam, because I actually had a woman who said, it's when I I heard you speak like six months ago. I still haven't done anything with my bios. And she's like, I'm just going to hire you to do it. So know that that is definitely a way we can help. Another free tool, should I share another free tool? Yeah, one more free tool. And then I definitely want to hear more about some of these done for you services or coaching. Okay. So we'll, we'll get into that too. Because I know there's a lot of people listening who are like, yeah, I also listened to her. I listened to that episode in 2021 and I, my, my whatever is still janky. So. <laughs> All good. So uh, this can actually be done on all of the sites. So for example, when people like your posts, when people like your story, anything that you've shared and you keep seeing the same kind of person or people consistently, these are your fans. And I also like to see it as these are people who may be window shopping and it takes a little bit of a nudge for them to get to the, maybe the consultation space. So what I like to do is I'll actually go on. If I keep seeing the same consistent people, I go on to their page. I like something of theirs, comment and send them a private message, a, a DM, a direct message. And this starts the conversation. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Cause one of the things I preach and sometimes people misunderstand me is that I say you're not using social media, right? It's for connection, especially Instagram. It's for connection. It's not your sales catalog. I mean, I know they have features to do that. I know people do shop there, but it's primary. It's social media. So you need to be social on social media. All right, Italina, tell us about... You know what? Before you tell us about the work you do for people... We have to talk about your tennis background. I mean, come on. (laughs) Serena Williams, that's just crazy. Yeah. So uh, we actually played multiple times together. Uh, The first time we were just kids, we were like 12. And basically she came to town. They wanted her, they wanted the best tennis player in the city to play. And that was you. That was me. And the whole, everybody came out. There were all these people at the tennis courts and we played. We just hit the ball back and forth and it was an awesome experience. Her and her sister, Venus, super goofy, just a lot of fun. We got to play together again at the San Jose arena. We're, we're around 16 now. Now they're more known. They're, they're like just hitting the big scene. People are starting to know who they are. And we were hitting, we were at the San Jose Arena. It was like a intermission or think of it as like during football, there's a halftime show. So it was something like that. We played there. The mascot was running around. Bill Cosby was on the, was making jokes and things. It was just like a really fun situation. We were like hitting balls behind our back and just doing a lot of fun things. And at first I got to sign autographs. It was really great. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's okay. So how has tennis contributed to your success now? Like what, what do you, can you contribute anything you learned there to, to what oh, you do today? Oh my goodness. So uh, I competed, you know, all my, from, I was a little girl and, and competed in tournaments all over the world. Uh, I actually represented the U.S. in a, a tournament in Europe. So I've got gotten to represent my country in tournaments and I was always ranked and the top 10, it was just, that was my career, right? I went on to, to play tennis 
in college on tennis scholarship. And what that did for my business is, well, you can imagine committing to one sport, right? I didn't get to run track during track season and do this during that season. And, and I say get to, I didn't want to. I was so in love with tennis and wanting so much to just get better and better and better, right? So that that drive really was honed and, and that helps me in my business because it's like, okay, so once it's like a dog on a bone, once we I get hooked on something, I want to just keep going. So that natural drive and discipline that definitely has been developed thanks to my tennis career. Oh, that's beautiful. I love hearing about that. I, I also use tennis as an analogy a lot because I'm not so good at it. But I like to talk about people who either they want to become a better artist or they want to learn marketing. I tell them nobody, so the analogy I always use is nobody woke up learning how to play tennis. They're all skills that you have to learn. And the same thing is true with uh, your art technique. And the same thing is true with learning social media marketing. So Italina, why don't you tell us a little more about your two services, both done for you for people who are like, oh, I just can't even. And then also <laughs> coaching for people who maybe they want to learn the skills themselves. For sure. So I shared the most popular way we're helping people is rewriting their bios for them. So we get we have a beautiful process where we actually get to know you as a human, right? Because we definitely want that personality to shine online. We get to know you. And that's what allows us, my team and I, we do our own research, we brainstorm. And that's what allows us to rewrite your LinkedIn bio to look more like a marketing page, your Facebook business page. 100% of the Facebook business pages I see are not set up correctly. And then same thing with the Instagram bio. And then for those who are like, hey, I love my, my bios. My online storefront looks great now. Now I need ongoing weekly posts to share outside of my art, outside of what I'm always sharing. So they may have us create posts to supplement what they're doing online and post for them on their social sites. That's perfect. Okay. And where can they go to, to get that? Sure. So again, I, you can definitely connect with me on Instagram. Message me. Let, let me know you saw me here on the show with Miriam. You can message me on LinkedIn. By the way, on Instagram, it's Italina K. Italina K. And uh, LinkedIn, you can spell my name out and find it, me there on LinkedIn. And just message me. Let me know uh, you saw me here on the show. All right. And don't forget, and we've also going to include links to all of these places in the show notes at shulmanart.com forward slash 182. And don't forget, if you liked this episode, you have to check out my free guide, The Artist Profit Plan. If you're ready to finally make a living as a sustainable artist, or you already are, just want to improve those skills, go to shulmanart.com forward slash profit. All righty, Italina, do you have any last words for my listeners before we call this podcast complete? Absolutely. Of course, I practice what I preach. So I actually shared a tennis post just today that you can see on Instagram. It's, it's actually really cool. I'm doing something really cool with my tennis practice, my tennis racket, and I'm dressed in something that you would never imagine a tennis player to wear. So it's super cool. An example of sharing more than your work so people will buy your work. Okay. So um, just so my listeners know, so this will be airing in the beginning of March and we recorded this on February 2nd. So you might have to scroll down a few <laughs> a, a few screens to get there, but she, she'll have it there. And 
She definitely has those buff tennis arms. I'm certainly <laughs> jealous about that. All righty, my friend. Thank you so oh, much. I just going to say, oh, just yeah. Super easy. I actually have in my highlights, which say the highlights, I have one called Tennis Love. So you can also find it there. I've already added it to the highlights. Oh, at It's with Nikkei on Instagram. Yeah. Show me some love. Connect with the page. Follow the page. I share a lot of free resources. Show me some love. Follow, follow and connect with the page. Yeah. And by the way, those highlight reels or whatever, the, where are they called? The hi- Are they called highlight reels? Because then it's confusing with reels. It's just highlights. There's highlights. Okay. Highlights and reels are different. Yeah. So the highlights are are super important. Like I neglected them for a long time. And I have to tell you, once I added them, everything got better over in my in, on my Instagram land. Alrighty, my friend. I hope you learned one, two, or more things today. Like we said, reach out to Italina and let her know how much you enjoyed hearing her on the inspiration place. She can't wait to hear from you. All right, my friend, thanks so much for being with me here today. I'll see you the same time, same place next week. Stay inspired. Thank you for listening to the Inspiration Place podcast. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash shulmanart, on Instagram at shulmanart, and of course, on shulmanart.com.